Hola, amigos, and welcome to the Add to Houston Admigos podcast, a podcast for young professionals in the marketing and advertising industry who are learning to navigate their early careers. I am Guido Falcone, Presidente of Add to Houston, joined today by my co-host. I'm Brittany, and I'm the um, Club Achievement Chair for Add to Houston. And as always, our producer, Jacob D'Antone. Hello. Today on our show, we are uh, joined by Art Strong. Art is the founder of Strong Visuals. He is also a alumni of the University of Houston, Go Cougs. And he has worked with brands such as Tidal, that's actually pretty cool, at the American Cancer Society, Rice University, and University of Houston, of course. All right, thank you so much for joining us today. Man, I'm happy to be here to talk with you guys. Oh, we're happy to have you. It's always, it's always, it's always a great time whenever we get to hang out with you. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's, um, if you can just give me a quick introduction of how you got involved with that too and AAF and what that experience has been like. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> I'll never forget this night. Uh, she's actually in the room with us right now, Rose. I was at uh, the Addy Awards, the last Addy Awards that was oh, in person before COVID. 2020. And um, I saw Rose and I had been hearing her name through a, a good friend of mine, Mike Todd. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, so I went up to her. I said, "Hey, you have you in the organization? I heard you're the person to talk to. I want to join." And um, she got me the information, and the rest was history. But then COVID hit, and uh, I didn't get a chance to really get active <laughs> because of the pandemic. That's too bad. I remember that night because I was there too. But I don't think I got to talk to you uh, that day. I was busy running audio. It was funny enough. <laughs> but that was a good night. Yeah, right? it was that a was good a night, Bayou man. place or whatever, Yeah, ballroom. Yeah, it was, it was a great night. I, uh, I'll i never forget, like I said, that night because Long Run had a huge night. Yeah, they did. Uh, Gilbert had a huge night. So I I met Audrey Gilbert for the first time that oh, night. Oh, wow. And um, she great. was so, so nice. she was open to, the next day I was in her office talking to her. Oh, wow. And um, it just, it was great from there. So I knew this organization would be cool because it was people like her in it um, after talking to Rose. And I just knew it was going to be amazing. What's the yes. type of magic that you can expect from uh, I2 and AAF? You're the founder of Strong Visuals. Um, and that's pretty cool, I think. So, you know, like, um, I think a lot of us um, young professionals, like we would kind of think of like, oh, it'd be cool to have like my own thing or whatever. But, you know, what kind of at what point did you kind of come to the realization that you wanted to do that? You wanted to have your own business? Um, I've always, if I'm being honest, I've always had an entrepreneur mind frame. Um, even when I was in college, I started an online video production um, business. Um, I won't even say the name because, <laughs> <laughs> but I started this company um, and I, I was just the film guy on campus. And um, 2016, I said, hey, I'm going to take the my last name and create a, a real production company where film directors come together and create commercials. Because I've always been in love with commercials. We started it 2016 and uh, that's how that's how we got into business. And the rest is history. The rest is history. 2018, we converted over to a full-service advertising agency. Um, so that's where we are now. We're a full-service advertising agency where we work with brands um, and brand strategy and um, all kind of things. So creative works. That's really cool, man. It's, uh, I'm very uh, happy for all your success. Thank you. I'm glad that you had so much fun doing it, too, because every time I talk to you, you're just... You're always so energetic, and you always tell me about your uh, your company, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I have fun doing it. I'm like, 
That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, that's I the mean, dream, man. Having a blast. I mean, when you're doing something that you're passionate about, I mean, yes. we all are creators, right? Yeah. When you're creating, uh, man, it's nothing like it. And you brought me some smoothies today, so that's yeah, yeah. We had to get Guido his uh, chocolate shredder from Smoothie Ooh, King. So good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know, before we have you here, we send you a questionnaire with some, you know, some questions to try to get to know you better. And one of the things you told us was that you shot your first campaign commercial in your mother's living room. Right. So can you tell the audience that story, kind of how it happened, and what led to it? Right. And how did that help you fall in love with the industry? Okay, good question. Um, so I've always been in love with the industry, even as a, a a kid. When watching the TV show, I was more excited about the commercials oh, yeah. than the TV show. Um, and you know, there's so many classic commercials that was happening when I was a kid in the '90s, and it was just like, man, I want to do this one day. Anyways, fast forward, I'm in college. Like I just mentioned, I'm the film guy on campus, so you know, I built the reputation of being the guy if you need film work. So I was always just being creative and just kind of coming up with new ways to one day get a TV commercial. That was always the goal. I want to get a TV commercial. An idea came up with one of the football players at U of H. And he had this clothing line going on. So I was like, oh, wow, man, let me shoot that. Let me shoot that. And, you know, this would be great. I got some ideas. We went, go to my mom, living room. <laughs> And the rest of it, we threw up like a green screen on the wall. We literally didn't know what we were doing. But those memories stuck with me. And um, I've just been building since then with the right people and uh, creating this path. So, yeah, you've kind of like got to get that started for yourself and everything. Um, I think for a lot of like our audience um, within Ad2 being young professionals, what kind of advice could you maybe give to them for they want to do the same kind of thing, start their own agency? Yeah, my advice is always, if you believe in it, just do it. You'll figure out the rest along the way. Uh, that's what I did. Uh, yeah. I didn't know how much go into owning <laughs> and creating an uh, advertising agency. I didn't. I have. No, I had no clue. Um, but I'm figuring it out as I go. Um, you know, as long as you. This is truly my advice, to everybody. As long as you're progression progressing within what you're doing, you're doing the right thing. Now, when you start becoming worse than what you are then maybe you need to go find something else but if if you're scaling up and going up hey keep going right hard work is 80 percent of any yeah um of any uh, enterprise you take right and i heard once someone said that people want to hear people want to see the glory not the story uh and i think that's very much true because Nothing great was ever built without exactly. a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, man. It's, it's some long nights, students. Oh, if yeah. you're listening right now, if you want to create something great, just understand it's going to be a lot of lonely nights, <laughs> a lot of people that's not going to understand you. But just keep going, and uh, it's going to all pay off. Trust me. So you are the – well, you're the founder of Strong Visuals, and you're also the chief creative officer. Mm -hmm. So – can you talk a little bit about what that actually entails? You know, what is it like to run the company while also, you know, being part of that creative process of the things that you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, so being a creative officer more so now, so it's my job. I, I'm I'm literally just the visionary of the company at this point. Like I said, in 2018, we converted over to a full-service advertising agency. So what we did was we brought in um, a friend of mine who was a great, great um advertising professional and she now is our creative director wow. 
Uh, we brought in a few copywriters. So these guys are literally smarter than me. <laughs> so I said, hey, I'm not going to stand in you guys way. Hey, go create this magic. And um, so my job as as the creative officer now is just to set the atmosphere for them to create. You know, no one wants to go into a uh, a shop and they're not able to create how they want to create. So I'm spending time setting the mood, setting the atmosphere, making sure they have the resources that they need to uh, create. And then also putting the brand on notice to yeah. people we want to work with. Oh, yeah. Definitely finding those connections, those right. clients. Right, that. right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm doing all of the stuff that creators don't really want to do. Yeah. But we need to do in order to become a great advertising agency. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure there's been like probably a lot of challenges over the years on that. Sure. Um, one of the most uh, recent challenges that we've all like seen was the the, pan- the pandemic and the 2020 lockdown. Um, <laughs> how did your company... Um, make that switch and from video production to full service. And you're also saying, you know, doing that during the pandemic and thriving during you know, the economy and everything else that was going on. Man, the pandemic hurt. everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. literally across the world. People struggled. Um, so, you know, every, everyone took a hit, but for us, you know, we kind of took the approach that the pandemic actually settled the dust it almost made the big guys in this in this industry kind of have to rethink things and we were in the motion of being hungry we're, we're hungry we're a hungry shop we want to be the best we study the greats and you know it was perfect p- position for us to feel like the the playing field was even so you know we hit the ground running with some of the strategies that we have within the agency and you know we implement them and it just worked out um in the middle of pandemic we actually signed the account smoothie king and that kind of oh, carried that. us yeah yeah um so we've been doing great work with them building with them they took a chance with us and um yeah man it's just it's just been amazing i i, I don't know how we ended up here <laughs> after the pandemic but i'm i'm so thankful that we are but it, it's it's literally just a testament of having great people on your team and um believing in what we're doing yeah that pandemic <laughs> i i was gonna say what's hard on everyone I don't even know that it like that it's over. So nah, it's been know. rough on everyone. Yeah, it's, mm. it's definitely been rough. Um, but you know the resilient people always find yeah. a way to emerge from all of this tragedy. So people in the future listening to this are gonna be like, "What pandemic are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but the thing is, what I would say, you know, one of the things, and this is just the going back to the creative officer um, role that I have. I'm constantly, constantly setting the tone of study, 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 study. We are an advertising agency to where we actually appreciate what the industry have done in the past. Like we love all of the great work that's come before us and the great agencies. And, you know, I'm always telling our team, hey, let's study, let's study. So during this pandemic, we took a lot of time of studying Mm. certain industry, I mean, certain agencies across the nation, across the world to see what they were doing, what was working. Because like I said, to us, the playing field was even. So now it was time to say, hey, we're just as good as them now. You know, they're at home just like we're at home. Yeah. So what can we do to create, um, to, you know, put ourselves on the map now? That's a great way to to look at things, right? Because um, I definitely think that it's like you said, everything kind of got even out for everyone, right? Now you don't have all the advantages of being a big company. Like everybody's working from home, so you, can, you don't have that control over them. And, you know, I, I think it was, uh, it was a moment where everybody kind of realized that, 
all these small shops, they, they're doing just as great work. And they've been doing it from home, more, many of them for a long time, and they're used to it, and, and they know how to adapt faster, right? There's not as much red tape as if you go with um, a big, you know, Richards group kind of place, right, where there's 15 different people looking at everything. Yeah. Um, and things to get bottlenecked. Yeah, and Richard Group, man, he actually got in a lot of trouble during that was this time. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was on top of my feed on LinkedIn for about a month. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah, man. So, it you know, we, worse. We, studied, <laughs> yeah. we studied that and I understood that, hey, look, because the way we're set up, we're a, we're a family, right? So with my creative director and our copywriters, I'm on the phone with them just talking about life, like yeah. period. Um, so we're always sharpening each other to make sure, hey, don't do this. Hey, yeah. no, that's not, that wasn't good. Um, <clears throat> so I hate that that happened to, you know, the, the Titan and um, Richard. Stan really? Richard, yeah. But, you know, I guess <laughs> you got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you know, it maybe it was also a generational thing. Yeah, I yeah. Think. It, was, it was time, I guess, for yeah. him to, like, pass the baton anyways. Yeah. So, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, running the agency, the different things that you do. Um Let's talk a little bit about relationship management. Now, I am a, I've been a product manager. I've been a brand manager. Relationship management has been what I've done for a long time now. So I want to talk about the inner uh, relationships that happen in an agency, right? So how would you recommend that a young professional builds these relationships with, uh, with upper management, especially if you work at a smaller agency where upper management is just the owner, right? So what can you do to build out these relationships uh, get to know their superiors and also, you know, build a working relationship, right? Where they're not necessarily afraid of giving feedback uh, when they see something, but also not afraid of receiving it. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I think that's always a tough thing for some someone young um, understanding this. But I think the main thing that young people should understand when coming into these agencies and, and trying to build those relationships is to actually take the time to build a relationship. You know, we live in a society to where, uh, if I'm being honest, everyone is selfish. Everybody's out for self, uh, self agendas. Um, however, sometimes, you know, it's not about self, especially when you're working on a project. Like, for example, when we were working on Smoothie King, I, I would love to throw some of my ideas out yeah. there. But, you know, if it doesn't fit the team and it's not, you know, no one gets the credit around here. The The agency gets the credit and, you know, we'll pat each other on the back and move to the next. But, you know, along that process, figure out where you where your gifts are. And, you know, it's up to guys like me who is upper management. of. It's funny to say upper management. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like a guy like me, I, I need to search for that in you. I need to show me your gifts. And if you show me your gifts, then I know where to place you within your gifts to where you can emerge to carve out your, your role. Yeah, I think it, it goes both ways, right? Yeah. You, you need to be open as a young professional to uh, to learn, but they also need to understand that you are bringing something that they didn't have before. Right. Uh, and I think that can take time, I, I think. Yeah, uh, S- especially for a young person. You know, a young person's mind frame is, like I said, we're so ambitious when we're young. It's almost like, oh, I, I'm, I just graduated. I, we get this all the time. Yeah. I just graduated from advertising school and I'm ready to do this do this and then when you get in the creative room and um, you know we start doing strategy then you know your small voice looks a lot smaller to these big yeah. people that that understands how this works so you know my advice is to observe observe first come in 
soak up as much as you can. I'm I'm huge on studying. Study as much as you can. And then you can um, kind of carve out your, your role. So going into some other kind of like the relationships that are necessary and, you know, all that business and everything, I think um, getting clients when you're a new agency or, you know, wherever you are, it's like that's probably one of the most challenging parts in owning that business. So um, can you kind of talk on that and, and maybe also share some advice on on uh, how you attract some uh, new clients in the competitive yeah, um, good question. Man, your <laughs> reputation, your reputation, especially in this industry, is everything. It's no way a client wants to do business with you if you don't have nothing to show. Um, so early on, like I said, we were a film company. Lucky for us, a lot of that stuff kind of shifted over because we created some good things there. However, we've had tons of struggle bringing in business for the simple fact of being the new kid on the block. You know, when we're competing against agencies has been at 30 years you know their their reputation is huge so you know what we've learned is hey let's just stick to creating good work whether it's a small company whether it's a big company uh, we treat everybody the same because um we know that that reputation is going to travel you know I, i'll tell y'all a story mm-hmm. y'all probably already know this but when nike started off uh wyden and kennedy who is their agent still today they both were small companies compared to what they are now. They were both small companies and they just believed in each other and they rode the ship together to get to where they were going. And that, and that's kind of the approach we take is we don't care how small you are. We don't care how big you are. We're going to treat this thing like, like it's family. It's building that trust. Right. Yeah. Right. And it all goes back to that relationship aspect, right? Yeah. Um, you're an entity as an agency and your client is an entity and you don't, treat people differently because they have more money or because they have less money and you shouldn't trust you shouldn't treat clients differently because they're bigger or smaller right right they pay the same amount of money for what you're doing for them so they deserve the same amount of thought yeah here's, here's another crazy thing is a small barbershop a small barbershop right down the street from u of h actually when we first started working with them got us our start as a full service advertising agency this, this owner of the shop, he came to me and said, hey, Art, you, you man, you're doing a good job. I don't understand advertising, but maybe you do. Can you help me? So I said, okay, I'll see. I brought in who is our creative director now. I said, hey, can you just help me figure this out? And um, that barbershop, we've done some great work for them. They've expanded to, you know, a bigger location, and they, they, they're, they're doing some good things here. And, um, you know, that keeps me humble because, you know, seeing their growth and our growth kind of simultaneously is kind of like the bar for us to, we love, the the, the barbershop is called Joe Black Barbershop. Oh. And uh, we do, man, it's our first, first client. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're still with them. Still with them. Hey. Hopefully we stay with them forever, man. I, I, I love uh, the owner over there at the shop and um, just love the work that he let, allowed us to, Mess up on, just to be honest with you, to get to where we are. <laughs> well, next time I need a haircut, I know where to go. Yes, sir. Where are they? They're located in Paraland now. Um, oh, that's kind of a try. It's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in this podcast, we've talked about the importance of networking in the past uh, with Tina Singh uh, a few episodes ago. Okay. Um, uh, I love Tina. You know, you know Tina. Yeah, I love Tina. She's so much fun. Um, so... In your experience, how would you say that clubs like R2, AAF have helped you find clients or connect with the industry as a whole? Right. 
coming to an Add Two event led me to this podcast. So I mean, that alone <laughs> right there, you know, meeting great guys like you, Guido, Brittany, uh-huh. uh, Jacob, and Rose. I met you. I told you about the Rose story. The Rose right? story, yeah. Uh, it's a good but yeah, story. no, I mean, I, I think what we're doing here, and we don't, we probably don't realize it now because we're in the moment of it. But what we're doing is we're we're creating our own tribe of like hungry advertising professionals. And, you know, we're going to cherish these relationships and these relationships are going to one day take us to we're going to be winning Clio awards and, and all right. cans awards and all that. And we're going to say, man, <laughs> Guido, you remember when we was doing this? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I think this is very, very important to join organizations yeah. like this because, you know, ads who have resources that, you know, you can't probably get on your own. Um, but with ad two, they can kind of introduce you to someone that can get you there. So. You know, we're stronger together than apart. I mean, it's just the bottom line. Inevitably, you and I are going to produce a movie together. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, get it, man. Yeah, and you obviously you'll film it, and man, we'll, I have, we'll get our canes. I uh, have yeah. a few scripts in uh, for that. I'm gonna have to oh, get you yeah, included. So I, I got some ideas, man. We'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, sir. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, let me uh, <laughs> let me find my Guido. We go. We go. Uh, make you a film director, man. Oh shoot! I could do that. I'm gonna. I'll be the next Steven Spielberg. Man, what's crazy is I Wait, love is that film. Still relevant? Yeah. Film, film <laughs> is film is my like world, right? Oh, I yeah, love film, absolutely. but. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know if y'all know who Don Draper is from Mad Men. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I think course. everyone's here is Westbound. I'm, yeah. I'm Don Draper now, man. I'm yeah. over to, yeah. a, to an ad man now. So yeah. I'm loving my new seat. Um, uh. It's bringing tons of joy that I never thought would come. Yeah. But man, I, I love advertising. Yeah. It's, it, it's such a fantastic industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of like wrapping that up, you know, now that you're Don Draper, you know, um, <laughs> what is something you wish you knew before, before you uh, started your own shop and got to this place? Um, so, yeah, instead of Don Draper, I'm Art Draper. Let's, let's <laughs> I'm Art Draper. Actually, that's cooler. <laughs> yes. yeah. But, uh, no, to answer your question, Brittany, uh, one of the things that I, like I said, I never in my wildest dreams would have thought I would be an advertising guy, ever. I was a film guy. Um, however... The things that I wish I would have known before I started this shop was how hard it could actually get. I mean, it's hard. Um, and like I said, without passion, I probably would have said. But, you know, when I see work that we create and the the smiles on the clients' faces and the amazing awards that we've been fortunate to get now, it makes it all worth it. <clears throat> and it's being a young shop, we're only three years old. Being a young shop, we still face challenges. Um, however... It's the people in the in the in the business and the culture that we're creating is what carries through. So, I don't know how I can really answer that question. Um, what I wish I would have <laughs> knew because I'm learning everything as I go. Yeah, always learning. Yeah, uh, I guess one thing <laughs> I wish I known everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things that I don't think anything can really prepare you for, right? To yeah. build your own thing, run it, uh, taxes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> everything. It's man, just, it's a lot on the business side yeah. to where yeah. it's like, oh, man, uh, figuring out a place where we can work out of. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Figuring out, you know, when employees come in, or how do you handle that? Oh, yeah. You know, most sticky. people think it's peaches and cream, just, oh, you go yeah. in and you create. And that's what I want to set up for people. For you. Yeah, for for the team. But 
you know, me and my partner, we're, we're handling, I have a business strategy partner. We're handling things to where, you know, we want to keep that out, out their way. We want them to stay creative and remain creative forever and create great, great work. Yeah. Well, I, um, this has been a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, anytime I get to hang out with art, it's just yeah. the best. Love Guido. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You were supposed to come by my shop a, a few weeks ago. Oh, and yeah, we never set by. it up. And I'm like, I'm just going to go to his uh, to his office and what? bother him there. Man, either way, man, <laughs> you're welcome to come anytime. Any any of you are welcome to come in anytime you want. I'm going I'm to come by, though, your shop. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll come <laughs> in. And, uh, but one thing I, I do want to give people that's listening here is we started this segment called Advice. It's funny. That advice. I'm, yeah, it's called uh, Advice. Yeah. Um, presented by Strong Visual. And um, what we like to do is we like to share strategies that we don't understand as advertising, yeah. but these great creative shops have made it. So, oh, you cool. know, like, so we may break down and just do it. Why did just do it work? Or why oh, did sure. the Dove Real Beauty campaign yeah. just work? You know what I mean? So we'll break it down. So I, I, I want everyone to maybe check those out. We have a sure. whole new lineup about to come out. We just filmed. Oh, wow. Check those out and, and, and catch up and hopefully... Are those on your website? Uh, no, they're on our uh, Instagram. Oh, Instagram? Yep. What's the Instagram for Art Visuals? The Instagram is at Strong Visuals. At Strong Visuals? Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, make sure you guys follow that and uh, you guys make sure you find Art uh, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Uh, yep. LinkedIn. Art yeah, Strong. I'm pretty on sure we're connected on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, just watch out for all the great stuff that he's doing now with Smoothie King. Uh, yeah, we man, to I gotta go, go back to Smoothie King now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we Definitely. love Smoothie King. Thank you, Smoothie uh, yeah. King. Uh, and then uh, you know, thank you so much for being here, man. This is thank you guys. So much yeah, thank you, uh, thank you everybody for listening, and we'll see you around. Now, before we go, don't forget to check out our upcoming events. Antu Houston is having our Mojitos with Amigos Happy Hour at Under the Radar Brewery on March 30th at 6:30 p.m. So make sure to come get your Mojitos with your Amigos. One last thing. Adventure 2022 is coming to Houston. In addition to the National Student Advertising Competition, you can count on a full spectrum of speakers, wide range of workshops, and limitless opportunities for professional growth and personal fun. Adventure will be held from April 20th to April 23rd. For more information, you can go to aaf10.org. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals aged 32 and under who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an Admigo, join us at addthenumber2houston.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at addthenumber2houston. Thank you for listening.